I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro wrestling. Pro wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. Military Vets Talking Pro Wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome, Welcome to the, the no, no Shave Men Cave. Now your hosts, Ellie Jair and Jay Tilly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, wrestling fans, and sports entertainment fans, you've joined the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. I'm Jay Tilly. And we are about to talk about Monday Night Raw. It's Monday. You know what that means. What do you think, JT? Talk to me. It means there's a sports entertainment show on that may have a wrestling Hey-o. match or something. <laughs> Sprinkle in some uh, variety, variety, uh, variety talk show shenanigans in the show me state and um, had some had some loves, had uh, Otis and a pretty good closing segment, man. Not not too bad. Good. Good show for a little bit, everyone. Yeah, this show was definitely bookmarked by the best part of the show. <laughs> you had the <laughs> opener, which was great, and you had the mm-hmm. final, which was great. I thought everything mm-hmm. else in between was, and the Otis stuff was pretty funny. Yeah. But um, one thing that I realized in this show is I really hope they have plans for when the bloodline goes away because there's nothing else going on. I mean, yeah. other than the main uh, WrestleMania storyline things, what else is on the show? I just, I, that 
and that's the thing that's a little terrifying for me going forward is okay what bloodline's great uh, absolutely the the opening promo with ko um the usos then the little thing with roman in the back fantastic mm-hmm. stuff but everything else in between was for forgettable i mean yes the otis stuff is fun but it, you're really going to carry that on for a year is that really long-term booking story and it's just a funny thing to do they'll probably pay it off at wrestlemania you know you're probably gonna match between otis and and gable or something or mansoor and uh gable over the contract of otis who knows but yeah <laughs> that that's exactly what i was thinking like there there's going to be some sort of um you know contract on a ladder match kind of a thing yep. something just to play into um otis winning you know money in the bank but um you know you you know a couple of years ago when he was him and uh mandy rose were were connected but i thought the i thought it was it was pretty funny and timely as you know as we moved through the show when when they came out and grabbed otis and he you know he went <laughs> he went to the back i was like what i did not see that coming so that was uh you know it was pretty funny you gotta you gotta protect the yeah the, protect the hand the model yeah <clears throat> yeah I, I, it's raw so I, yeah. it's kind of the same thing i have i think with every raw it, it's not horrible but it's definitely not my cup of tea all the time and uh yeah this is just another one of those like going through it we can go through it uh you know loves and hates and like i said that opening promo fantastic uh the the line about uh that i think it was sammy said it's you and your brother versus me and my brother perfect like that was a great mm-hmm. line and the whole setup that entire like everything they did i really liked i was just yeah i mean after that we had the austin theory match and i am just not an austin theory fan i don't think he's got it i think they're trying to push him and i would rather see montez ford versus john cena than austin theory versus john cena i i just think yeah, he's, he doesn't do it for me. I don't know. He, he's okay in the ring, but as soon as he picks up the mic, I'm just done. I'm like, ugh, no wonder mm-hmm. Cena buried you. Like, it, it's not very good. What about you? Yeah, like, what did I'm you think hope- of the first couple couple minutes? So, I really like when there's a segment or a piece that connects the start, middle, and end of the show. And so, this show, right off the jump, had it for me. Oh, absolutely. I was like, okay. We've already started two beards. I'm good. Then the segment with um, the Usos and Sammy and um, Kevin. And it, like you said, the really hitting the heartstrings, really saying all the right things. I was like, oh, this is this is perfect. This is perfect booking. This is exactly this is exactly what I want to see. Now, unfortunately, I was already thinking ahead like okay, I had a couple of wickets that I wanted to be hit like how is LA Knight going to get on? <laughs> How's LA Knight going to get on WrestleMania? And I had it in the back of my mind like okay, when is LA Knight going to show up? And so I was I sort of distracted myself a little bit and then when Austin Theory came on to uh, go against Montez. Montez looked great. Yep. Like he had that crowd 
in the palm of his hand, the match was was good, but then all of a sudden it was the match was over. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, you're gonna beat Montez Ford, who totally made all kinds of money in the elimination chamber. Um and I thought Kevin Kelly and Corey Graves did a great job on talking about everything. So I thought that was really cool. And then you rolled right into a bloodline segment. <clears throat> so I went from being distracted by the match and how quickly it ended to, oh, wait a minute. I got to pay attention because there, there, there's bloodline talk. And just like you said, like, please, whatever you're going to do with the bloodline, I get you got to pay it off. So someone's going to win. Someone's going to lose. The bloodline generally has like a funky ending. So I think that will kind of be the case. Something will happen. Someone will turn on someone. Someone will botch something, whatever. And then I start thinking, okay, what are you going to do with the Usos after? What's going to happen to Solo? I haven't even heard his voice except when he goes to yell when he hits someone with the Samoan spike. So I'm like, okay, I could see this guy like owning the middle of the card, like your intercontinental or United States champion. I was like, this dude is going to be bad for a long, long time. Cause he's so young. And so you have Jay come out, Jimmy and Jay come out. They agree. Well, Jay agrees. My brother versus my, me and my brother against you and your brother. And like you said, I was like, Oh, talk, talk amongst yourself. I'm uh, yep. getting a little foot clamp. And then, they cut to the back and Jay and Roman are sitting there talking. They're like, well, we're, we're, you know, Roman's like, where the hell you been? And now all of a sudden you roll up and now you're make you're making all these decisions. I was like, Oh, I can feel it. I can feel it. Now, if you didn't have someone like Cody Rhodes sitting there waiting, I could see Jay being the guy to defeat Roman Reigns. But then it's like, well, wait a minute, you got Cody. And, you know, so right there, my brain started, okay, maybe we do have something afterward. Um, so I was, I was hook, line, and sinker the first hour. I was like, oh man, the, you know, they played it. There were a couple of good commercials. Um, the segments in the back, Chelsea Green. <laughs> I talked to the manager. Um, That's me. I love, we talk all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm I was totally feeling the first hour of the show. I was like, okay, you got two more hours. Don't you know, don't finish too quick. That's what she said. And yeah, I, I was in it. I was feeling it. That's what she said. Uh yeah, I <laughs> so yeah, like you said, the, the bloodline stuff is great. I and I think so we'll go ahead and skip ahead and then we can hit all the that happened uh, during the rest of the show, but the end promo, mm-hmm. because we'll just talk oh, about man. the best part of Raw altogether, which is the bloodline. So that end promo with, um, you know, Roman. Well, first of all, actually, let me back up. I, I loved the Jimmy Uso talking about how I really hate that, you know, I got called out and was going to be held accountable for my brother. And I really hate that. Sammy did that to me and it's like, no, and that was, that was Roman. But so that sprinkles mm-hmm. in part of it. 
because uh, I thought that was really well. Because I was like, oh my god, he's about to turn on Roman right here. Oh, he threw it on Sammy. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Um, but yeah, then we get to the promo at the end, and it's uh, it was Cody and, and Roman in the ring, and and Roman cut a hell of a promo, man. Talk about how you didn't like Stardust, so you took your ball and went home, basically. You went and toured, and you started a company you couldn't get over in, so you ran back here, and now you're over. What are you going to do when you wake up on the third and look yourself in the mirror and realize you you failed and you can't get over? And I'm just like, ooh, okay, cool. Mm. And then Cody just flip-flopped it right around. He goes, what are you going to do when you wake up and suddenly the Usos have left you, Solo realizes he can't cut it, and all that stuff. And it was a really good promo. And it was one of those promos that I've felt definitely set up what the bloodline is going to do after. I think Cody laid it out like almost spoiler esque about, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to lose your, 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 um, your clan. You're going to be the chief of no one. And, you know, Heyman will go back to being an advocate. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. So I thought that was very well done. Uh, and then we'll get into, I think when we record next week, yeah, next week we'll do our, uh, WrestleMania kind of preview. Cause I have some ideas but we'll save it for then on what I think is going to happen at WrestleMania that will lead to some of the stuff Cody talked about. Um, yeah. And then I really, really like can't even like, like Romans is such a great gaslighter uh, with the, I love you at the end of the, the, the sit down, but I really liked getting in Cody's face solo, getting in Cody's and then Roman, what are you, what are you doing? Get, get out of here, get out of here. And then going for the spike and he just takes that boot to the face and he was ready to fight, and Roman like pulls him out of the ring. And I'm like, ooh, okay. Ooh. So I definitely think coming out of WrestleMania, you've set up, like I said, I think Cody laid it out. You've set up Solo versus Roman, maybe, or Jimmy versus Jay, even. Like, there's some things they can do coming out of it. And I agree. I think the bloodline was the hook through the show. And Cody is fantastic. And I think whatever Cody does coming out of WrestleMania will be what the hook through the show is going to be. But I just thought this was a big, a big, glaring issue for me. That one, there's not enough superstars uh, that they care about. Let's say, I think they got plenty on the yeah. roster. They don't care about enough of it that they're writing stories for everybody. Because they like, we can get into this stuff that I hated now. Uh, if <laughs> if you're okay, but no, yeah, I mean, like, like you said, I I was feeling the whole promo. When he shut Mr. Heyman down, when he shut Heyman down, I was like, bro, you realize you just shut down freaking dangerously. Like, wow, that was uh, that that mm, that was a great way to send everyone home happy. And the little kick to uh, solo the whoa, hey, no, not tonight, you know, and solo wants to go like. He wants to spike everyone all the time. Yeah. Made me and, want to see that match. Made me yeah. want to see Cody versus yeah. Solo. I'm hoping they book it for Raw next week. That'd be cool. Like I could see Roman saying, "Sorry, it's Solo. Like next week, I want you to take Cody out and setting that up mm-hmm. for Raw next week." Yeah, soften him up. Yep. He, he's got a. He's got one of the the Imperium guys this weekend or this Friday. And oh yeah, um, yeah. Oof. Yeah. So that's that's gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> I did like yeah. Roman's line about uh, you came back, you got cheered, and then your your peck popped. <laughs> your body can't handle it or something. That effect. Your your peck popped. The way he said it, I just I laughed my ass off. Yeah. Roman has come quite a long way from the days of 
coming out of the shield and being pushed the way they tried to push him. So, and and that's why I have hope for theory because Roman got the rub from Cena, and then he learned, you know, over time how to like how to get himself over. So hopefully theory will learn. But my so, so my counter to that but, is Roman, even when he wasn't over, had the charisma. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like Roman, even even when they were trying to shove him down a throat, we didn't want to cheer for him because we wanted him as a heel. But that just says something yeah. about him. Theory just hadn't doesn't have it for me. I, I just he's very bland. I, I just I don't know. I just he just doesn't do it for me. And I hope you're right. Like I hope he turns around and and becomes something. I just right now. Eh, he's very vanilla, very mid, as MJF would say. He's very mid, and I don't see him ever being more than <laughs> mid, yeah, uh, at all. So, yeah, watching watching uh, last night made me miss AEW. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, miss like get look forward to what's going to happen on Wednesday even more. But the um, made me reconsider my winners and losers for WrestleMania. So. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I see. That's why I didn't want to record it too early because I knew some things would pop off here in the next few weeks that yeah. might be a little different than what we were thinking. So cast cast a little doubt. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Because uh, that's not the only doubt that got thrown to me. Because uh, mm-hmm. there was some other horrible. I don't understand why they did things, booking stuff throughout the show. So we touched on the good stuff. Unless I missed mm-hmm. something else that you were you were up for, but I'm gonna kind of talk about the stuff that I just it just absolutely drove me nuts, and that's so I everything thought else. the promo the promo start with Rhea I thought was fantastic. Yes, until Damage Control came out. Yep, hundred percent. After Damage Control came out, um, sort of went downhill. I thought the the match in and of itself because it's it's Bailey. I thought you know was was fine. I didn't think it made I didn't think it made sense like business-wise and you know and then you had um the Ricochet Gable match and had that not been like almost like it was two matches because when Otis was out and when he wasn't mm-hmm. had those two had a match like what um Gable and Cody had you know a couple weeks ago. Oh man. Because Ricochet's a beast, <clears throat> Gable's a beast. So, yeah, that was pretty much the the highlights. I thought the crowd was great, really, really good. Um, and then it just started. It sort of started to taper off, and I was like, "Oh." So I I, come I didn't. On. So all right, before I go to the stuff I hated, I'll, I'll talk about the stuff that was kind of in the middle for me. I didn't hate mm-hmm. the Logan Paul stuff. I thought he did a good job doing what he should be doing. He played a really good slimy heel. Mm-hmm. He played to me what I'd like Austin Theory to be. Like, I wish they would flip roles. Like, because wow. he, he's got the it, right? He's got the charisma. He's got the, definitely has the ring, the ring go. I just was, the, yeah. I, so that's another one that's cost, cast out in my head or what I'd like to see. Because to be honest with you, I almost kind of want to see Rollins lose. But we, again, we'll save some of my talk on a WrestleMania one because. I've got some theories and some things I think that would be surprising to come out of that for sure. So stay tuned fans for next week. Ooh. But uh, <laughs> the the problem this show had. So I agree with the Rhea thing. The only thing I mm-hmm. didn't like about it is it was a very good 
baby face promo and she's supposed to be a heel and the promo was not uh-huh. very heelish the promo was very much like everything she said i'm like yeah she's she's the baby face in this and then damage control comes out and they're the heels so okay Rhea's a baby face and she kind of worked the match like a baby face and i'm just it, it was very confusing but what it did send me very, is like very confusing for me though i'm like man i want to see bailey and Rhea run it back the two of them because who they put on some like that was stiff uh the double kick when bailey was running to her and looked like knocked her unconscious the just the innovative offense that rio was doing with bailey was was tight that the work was was snug and i went man it looked better than the bra that bra that was a Freudian said brawl that uh that uh, um, Charlotte and Rhea had. So I was like, oh man, I kind of want to see this match now. Uh, And then with, with Becky outside the ring, I'm like, man, I kind of want to see Rhea and Becky go at it too. So it's a shame that it took even more away from the Charlotte Rhea match for me. Like, I don't care. Like I almost don't want Rhea to win it. So she stays on raw because I'd like to see her go up against. Cause who does SmackDown have women's wise? So if she beats Charlotte, Let's say she goes to SmackDown. Who is there on SmackDown other than Ronda, yeah. who's injured, and Shayna, who those two are going to be a tag team? Like, I just don't see the competition for her. Yeah, I don't know. That's a shame because I think the promo was supposed to make me go, yes, I want to see her. You know, I can't wait to see Charlotte and, and Rhea. And it did the opposite. I'm like, man, I want to see Rhea right. and Bailey. Like, let's go. Yeah, and I, and I was thinking, like, you know, Bailey, especially when she hit her Bailey to belly. Yeah. Um, or belly to Bailey. <clears throat> I was like, whoa. And both of them look great. You know, Bailey, Bailey's just top notch in the ring. Uh, Rhea looks fantastic. And her being in the, the, um, the pants, that was like a completely different look. Cause you're used to her being in the, like the black and purple garb. Mm. I dug that. I thought that was like, I, I thought that was did. a really good look. <laughs> and, <laughs> Awkward. Don't make and, it weird. <laughs> look away. But the, uh, I thought, and just like what they did a couple weeks ago when they brought Ricochet out in different gear, he's still doing the same moves. He's still, you know, but the, just the look. And then like how you kind of alluded to the baby face heel. I was like, well, is that sort of their way they'll change her gear a little bit? And, but I still think she'll still rock, you know, she'll still rock the same gear and stuff. But yeah, it really, it was confusing booking. Everybody was out there and the, that I just damage control were the last people that I was expecting to see when you got Rhea Ripley talking about stuff. Right. And you're like, wait a minute, that it doesn't make any sense. Like, why, why are you? But um, unless they're going to mix up the roster and break up damage control, Bailey's going to go to SmackDown. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, I was super confused. And you, you, you don't want to confuse wrestling fans because you want them to leave happy. You want them to be, you know, have us leave sort of understanding where the card is going and then you throw us a curveball like wait wait a minute what are we doing yeah yeah i it, 
has a sigh of frustration because so my other issue with it and okay so this is a wrestling show mm-hmm. and we had scheduled on the wrestling show Montez Ford and um, Austin Theory Ricochet and Gable those are the only matches that were scheduled oh and then I guess the tag match which we'll get into in a second with Bianca and Asuka so on your three-hour wrestling show, I, I, I'm sorry, I should not say that. On your three-hour sports entertainment show, you scheduled a total of three matches, four matches. So what were you going to do in the time that you suddenly made this impromptu match between Bailey and Rhea? You know, and I know it's stupid, and I know all wrestling companies do it, but it just it's one of my pet peeves. Because even Rhea said, like, oh, I wasn't ready to fight. I'm in my street clothes, which if that's her street clothes, cool. But... uh. I, don't make it weird, um, but <laughs> I just and then uh, yeah, that whole it, it was just a mess, man. It, the 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 whole booking of that whole thing was it just goes to show that for whatever reason people can't book women's wrestling because the other thing on the night was so damn predictable and frustrated the hell at me at the end of it too. So we've called it that they were going to do the. Now, and I don't know what's going on with Carmella. I'm, I was kind of surprised she wasn't there last night. I don't know if she's hurt or missed her flight. Or I don't know. Uh, if mm-hmm. you know, I wish her all the best. But yeah, we called that coming, okay. right? We called it as soon as they talked backstage three weeks ago. Oh, you're going to lead to this. Can they coexist tag team match? Which they did. And they couldn't coexist. But the thing that bothered me the most was Asuka attacking her from behind. They shouldn't have touched. They've been doing so good about keeping those two separate and just the stare downs. Yes. I think the dancing with the belt and the goo out of her mouth and all that is stupid. Um, you know, uh, but they were keeping that anticipation there. And then for the attack from behind and then the, the spin kick that she puts out, Bianca telegraphed it so far in advance. It like she put her hands up and was getting ready to block. Like it felt like a minute before she did yeah. her spin kick. And I'm like, yeah, come on. So, that bothered me because now it put doubt on that match in my head. I'm like, oh man, like, and I'm sure on the night WrestleMania, they're all going to do fine. They're all going to come out black and blue because they're going to be stiff. But it was, uh, the, the, can they coexist? I will say that damn KOD, uh, from Bianca on Piper was nice. But what happened to them building Piper Niven up? They were working on a story with her to make her this badass to be a challenger, and then they just squashed her. Yeah. I just yeah. So I'm flipping through the uh, the the talk about uh, professional wrestling. So evidently, um, there was a creative decision made, and Carmella all of a sudden was not available, and she now has a feeling or fear being unappreciated and may miss WrestleMania. Mm. So see, man, I'm, I'm uh, sorry. And I know there's nothing out there that says this, but I have the sneakiest suspicion. McMahon's getting more and more involved because you've got this incident. You've got the Bray Wyatt incident where now they're talking. Yes, he's hurt, but he also was really pissed and stormed out of the building. There's just all these little things going on that you're just like, Oh man. Mm hmm. Man, that sucks because Carmella was on a roll. Like she would have had a WrestleMania match. Yeah, <sighs> that sucks. Yeah, bummer. Yeah, wish her nothing but the best, and hopefully, uh, 
you know, hopefully she doesn't miss WrestleMania because that's a nice payday. But yep, you know, it's not all about money. Hopefully, hopefully it isn't isn't something serious. So yeah, bummer. Yeah, it's a shame. But yeah, and then yeah, that that's I, this might be a short podcast because I just that's about all I got to say. I was really disappointed in the booking of the women. The Logan Paul stuff mm-hmm. was eh, average. Uh, I do think he's got potential and has got the. I think the match with him and Rollins is going to be a good match. Mm-hmm. The build's been decent. I do like how he just keeps blowing off the Miz. So I'm wondering if that's going to oh, pay man. dividends on the show. Like if the Miz will cause interference or something goofy. But uh, other than the bloodline stuff, it was just a average, okay, yeah. raw for me. Nothing, yeah. nothing seriously. I, I was awesome. super frustrated with the almost. And Ali. Oh yeah, I like, forgot about that. I, I that totally forgot about that. That, yeah. I mean, I think everybody did. So I'm, I'm guessing that Ali is on his way out. Um, the demon is going to make a an appearance. Uh, Finn Balor as the demon will make an appearance at WrestleMania. Save it. So that'll be. <laughs> Save all those predictions. Oh, my bad. Put him hey, on the hook for next week, man. We gotta, gotta keep the yeah. listeners coming back. Because I agree, I, I, I think that's I think that's a, a very big possibility. Yeah, yeah but that um, the Roman and Cody, and I love how they're using like real stuff. Oh yeah, you know when after Dusty died, Cody was like, "Hey, I'm capable of doing a lot more. I don't need to be dashing. I don't need to be handsome. I don't need to be stardust. Yeah, just let me be Cody Rhodes. Just let me be Cody." Um, no, we'll, we'll have you keep, okay, later. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. I Roman, the delivery, the timing, the crowd, mm-hmm. like feeding off of that. And I really dig how when he comes out, they, uh, the crowd sings that second, second bar when it's like, whoa. I'm just like I get goosebumps. Like this is freaking awesome, and the what what happens with the bloodline afterward, 
and how WrestleMania plays out, who goes away, who goes over, who gets over, how many titles are going to change hands, what's going to happen. There, there was enough suspended belief, and then they come out, and you're like, okay, this is three hours. Friday is two hours. Then you have next Monday, which is three hours, and then you have Friday, which is two hours. And so you really only have seven more hours to sell WrestleMania. Well, WrestleMania sells itself. People just want to buy tickets. Okay, I get it. But you still have 2,000 tickets left on night one, and you have like 1,300 on night two. If you keep rolling these out, those will still be available because I just, I was really bummed. I, I wish Montez would have had a little bit better showing. That match could have gone on a little bit longer and, you know, let it breathe a little bit. I wish they would have swerved us and let him win and yeah. get the title. And then you get my, like, that'd have been cool. Oh, you man. know, throw a swerve in there. He wins. He gets the U.S. title yeah. and you're like, wait. So now it's him versus John Cena. Like, oh, man. that'd have been some cool stuff to do. Yeah. And then the potential with, with, um, Ricochet and Gable. And you just kind of, you know, and I get you got to have a little bit of fun because it's WWE and, you know, all baby faces have to win. But then you bring out um, Gargano yep. and Dominic. And so I guess all there along, were more matches. Been, I just forgot most of them. <laughs> yeah. And all along, we've been talking, how are we going to get from point A to point B and get a match between Dominic and Ray? Well, we know now. On Friday, um, the Mysterio family is going to be on mm-hmm. Friday Night SmackDown, and Dominic is upset being taken out by the family, <laughs> out of the family uh, group, the text. family thread, yeah, group chat. So um, I'm glad that I'm glad they're doing it this weekend and not with the um, Hall of Fame, right? Because I don't, I agree with you, 100. I agree with you. Like, don't. Don't mess around with that. Let, you know, let the character, you know, if they want to stay in character or they want to, you know, they want to be, they want to be someone else, let them. But yeah, I think, uh, I think Friday is going to be a night to remember. Yep. I think SmackDown potential to be very, very good, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. I, you said something that I wanted to talk about and I can't remember now. Oh, bloodline stuff. So I think it was mm-hmm. Jared the Tickler telling me that he read on one of the sites. I don't remember where he said he read it, but that one of the plans is to bring Rikishi in uh, after WrestleMania as like to challenge for head of the table. And I'm like, man, that would tie in kind of cool with what Cody said about you're going to lose everybody. Mm-hmm. And if the plan is to drag the bloodline along till next year's WrestleMania, so you get Roman versus The Rock, they could mm-hmm. technically do a lot of like interfamily stuff between the Usos and, and, you know, have the rock come in and a lot, you know, Rikishi and all these other people that could come in and potentially drag that on. Um, yeah. Cause I hope they do. And I hope coming out of WrestleMania, assuming Cody wins spoiler, I think he will, but mm-hmm. uh, assuming he wins, if they do a really good, uh, couple things, I'd like to see him be like, Oh, I'm gonna be a fighting champion. I'm going to, I'm going to defend every week. Cool. Let him do that. But give him a challenger like Jay White or a returning AJ Styles or Randy mm-hmm. Orton. You know, there are some people that could come out and do a quick, uh, he could do a program with that would be pretty good, I think. 
Yeah, that would be who, you know, like you figure how thick the the like bloodline family is and you know, there's some some uh wrestlers over in MLW that, that are part of the Fatu family. Yep. There is New Japan two or three over in new Japan. And one of them just beat uh, machine gun for that never title. Yep. But his contract is coming up. Um, so that would be, you know, that would be, a, you know, pretty interesting. And the, the potential is absolutely there. But then you think like, well, why, why are you going to pay off this whole storyline in Philadelphia and not in LA? Well, timing didn't work. You know, this person's right. doing a movie. Um, I think uh, the rock between the XFL and I think he's getting ready to film a movie in New Zealand or some, uh, something. So he wasn't able to get in ring shape. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's going to be what if that's going to be interesting. So what if the rock shows up at Mania and costs Cody the title mm. sides with the bloodline? And then you set up Cody and the Rock. <laughs> That's like over on the WWE podcast. They don't think that Cody's going to win because they keep talking about the thousand days. Yep. And I'm like, shut up. I don't. I don't have time for your talk. Well, but it makes sense. If which again plays into how I think to last night and what I've read today has made me change how I feel about the WrestleMania card. And then how then how they're gonna book to SummerSlam, mm -hmm. and it's just like tearing at my heartstrings. You're just like, ah, oh. <laughs> yeah. I so mean, although it was not a great show, it it sprinkled enough doubt that it was still entertaining for the variety show that it is. But yeah, I I could have done I could have done without the almost. I could have done if they would have done the gable ricochet match a little bit different but it's playing into that storyline which you know hopefully will pay off at wrestlemania but yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. uh. yeah it was um yeah it was what it was i i enjoyed it i think more than i did last monday's yeah and i think that's because roman and, and the bloodline stuff was more involved because um, it sent you home happy because that's the last thing you remember. <laughs> yeah, and it started me off happy. I love seeing KO and Sammy in the ring together. Uh, that yeah. you know, man, they're all chanting Sammy. Man, they really like you. Yeah, and then they all start chanting KO. Hey, they really like you too. Like that all. <laughs> like it was a very feel good. Yeah, opener and a very feel good slash holy shit! I can't believe they said that stuff at the end. So mm -hmm. uh, it bookended by that, but I still only gave it two and a half beards. Yeah, borderline likewise. three, but it was still just about two and a half. Yeah, I mean, and the show opened like right from the jump. I'm like, oh yeah, this is two beards, and then it was like, oh, I'm up to three, up two and a half, up three, up two, <laughs> and like the whole almost thing. I was watching it live, so I couldn't fast forward. It didn't so matter. I got it was up only a few like, seconds. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, and I think it's. You know, I'm just not feeling him against like a normal wrestler. Right. He should be the like the spectacle matches and stuff. And I was like, man, I wish I had some laundry or something to fold right now because this. Unfortunately, like you said, I mean, it only lasted. You know, the, the the making their way to the ring and back was took longer than the match. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was, and it did nothing for the, the Brock Lesnar match. <laughs> I did no. like the tail of the tape or whatever it was. They did the video package and it's all this badass stuff about Brock Lesnar. And it's like, and almost he's big. <laughs> like, Oh, okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Like I said, two and a half for me, man. Uh, yeah, that's about all I got to say about it. It wasn't, it wasn't knocked down good. I loved all the, the, the bloodline thread, but I'm, I'm keeping it. Uh, yeah. I'm not swaying two and a half. Yeah. Likewise, you know, you know, anytime you get, and I, I wanted to give it three because of the closing segment, but the Bailey and Rhea Ripley made no sense. The almost and Ali, I get, you're trying to build almost as like this big, massive giant. Well, why are you using Ali and you could have used Elias? Mm -hmm. He's a little bit bigger, a little more, you know, he would have tried to do the guitar thing and that could have maybe played into the um, thick Rick storyline or something. But I, yeah. So, so something else just clicked me when you said that I realized, I think one of the other problems I have with this show is because Roman and all of them were on that. We didn't get advancement of some of those other stories. Like where yeah. was Rick Boogs and Elias? Where was, yeah. um, I guess we got a little bit of the Dolph Ziggler thing, but yeah, like there was, it, it's almost like they cut stuff out to make room for that because yeah, I thought the Boogs and Elias thing was going somewhere towards WrestleMania. And now it's like, well, I guess they forgot about it. You know, mm-hmm. where was, um, what's his name? Uh, the guy that beat Boogs or, uh, Elias last week. Oh, I can't think of his name. The big dude. Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. Yeah. Where was yeah. he? Cause they've been showing him pretty steadily. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like some things kind of took a hit. I do think on the back end of WrestleMania coming out, I think we'll see a couple NXT stars pulled up. Uh, maybe part of our review, we can go through stand and deliver. Cause mm-hmm. I have some predictions on some of that stuff. Even though I don't watch NXT, I kind of listen to, the what culture guys make fun of it and give me a review. So I know what's going on with yeah. it, but I have a feeling Baker or Baker Braun breaker is going to come up. Um, I think, yeah, I think there's some things we could talk about on potentials for coming out of WrestleMania and what's coming out WrestleMania weekend or yeah. WrestleMania Monday or whatever they call it now. Yeah. I think they're going to really, I think they're going to go all out because triple H triple H wants that show to mean something. So I think, you're going to hear and see some really cool stuff for that Monday show. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to give out too much. Yeah. Just all the stuff that I've been reading. And uh, yeah, it's, I think, I think that Monday after WrestleMania is going to be a banger. I think everybody's going to go home super, super happy uh, from WrestleMania. I think it's going to be a really great show. And yeah, I, I wish uh, I wish the the fans from the WWE universe that were in Missouri uh, got to go home happy, but sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I so let's put this out there. So next Wednesday we'll drop our WrestleMania episode. So look out for that. Uh, we drop them every day. You can get a new podcast. Uh, we've got a pretty good schedule now. We're dropping something new. Whether it is a Ellie Jarrett on a wandering Lost in the Woods thing of his own. You know what? I should see if we can get the rights to that Lost in the Woods sound from Frozen, and I'll just start playing <laughs> that on your intro. He's lost in the <laughs> woods. But uh, yeah, like either it's a solo from him 
or uh, one of our candid conversations, but uh, we do drop something every day. So I hope you're listening. Uh, if you listen to any of us, you know where to find us. No Shave Man Cave, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Do we post anything on TikTok? I know we got a TikTok account, but. Um, I do. We I do our I'll edit photos that we take oh, okay. and animate them. Um, and then we have uh, about 200, 200 followers on TikTok. Cool. So it's uh, it's really starting to get there. Yep. Cool. And uh, YouTube, uh, New York City podcast. Shout out to them. Uh, we got voted two more episodes since last time we talked to you guys in their staff picks. So someone's there. I swear we're not paying them. Uh, someone there must really like us. So that's kind of cool. Shout out to all of our fans worldwide. Uh, I can worldwide. Officially, worldwide. officially say we are worldwide, whether that's our veteran listeners uh, station, wherever you're at, be safe wherever you are. But we do have listeners from Tokyo to Rio de Janeiro to Mumbai to Pakistan, Ireland. Yeah. All around the world. So appreciate every single one of you. Um, you don't understand how much it means for us to log in and go, oh man, we got some downloads. So feel free to follow us on those social medias. Uh, we love it. Uh, I try to interact with everybody that uh, follows us and send a personalized message. Apologies to all those that followed us. I think it was Saturday. It happened too quick. I couldn't keep up with everybody, but I will try to put together a post and, and give you a, a, a thank you shout out. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the main thing I want to talk about. Again, New York City Podcast Network. Uh, check us out there. Vote us up. You can uh, go in there, look at our episodes and vote for them. One vote for per click, and then we you know we can get on their leaderboard. Uh, so it's not just their staff board; we're on their leaderboard. Bunch of five star reviews on uh, Apple and Spotify. Appreciate those. Keep those coming. Subscribe and all that other good stuff. Gonna tag out to my partner there with a hot tag for his closing finisher. <laughs> Heck yeah! And to our uh, our ever rapidly growing Twitter family, uh, keep on coming over. Keep keep. Clicking the follow, keep clicking the like. Really appreciate it. Couldn't, uh, yeah, the, the other day we were going back and forth with a few folks and I looked and our Twitter follow had uh, jumped like 34 uh, members. And uh, yeah, so super, super cool. Really appreciate the follows. So um, as we head out, uh, you know, our 22 never forgotten episode is getting ready to jump. And uh, recently we had just about 4,000 retweets and likes and whatnot to our um, Remember 22. And that basically is symbolizing that we lose, on average, 22 veterans a day to uh, to suicide. And it it's unfortunate. And, you know, anything that we can do to bring attention to it, get, get them help. If you're in crisis... Uh, do whatever you can, reach out, get some help, 988, and uh, know that, you know, someone loves you, and you're not alone, it's okay to not be okay, and uh, get the help you need, so, but yeah, man, I, I really appreciate the platform and the fun that we're having, and until next time, thanks for joining us here, on behalf of JT, I'm Ellie Jair, take care of yourselves, and I'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Man Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. 
Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on The Floor. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.